like Wu Tang. Like I love Wu Tang. Yeah. And so I've been watching like I hear it's for the kids. It is. It is for the children. Okay. And so I've been watching their shit on TV on Hulu. It's awesome. But like I keep talking to Stacy about music, and it's like I'm like, yeah, back in the '90s or back, not that like not putting a timestamp on Wu Tang, but like talking about yeah, back in the '90s or back in this. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, a lot of the fucking music that I'm referencing came out in like the 2000s, which I'm like, that's new shit. But no, 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 that was fucking 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. It. 2019. My age is hanging out. I'm going to do something. <laughs> Try to tuck that away. Fucking crazy, dude. Rage Against the Machine. They're t- and everybody's getting back together now. That's when you know you're fucking old. Because when I was growing up, it would be like, you know, Dad would be like, Oh, the Eagles. Oh, so, yeah, the Eagles are getting back together. And I was like, who the fuck is that? So now there's people being like, who the fuck is Rage Against the Machine? And it's like, bro, how are you going to vote for, like, Bernie or somebody and not who know who the fuck Rage Against the Machine is? Like, yeah. All right, everyone. Not that they're <laughs> those two coincide, but it's like you know he's the one kind of breaking the or trying to break the cycle. Anyway, I, I, I anyway. thought this is not what the other guy ran on. I'm breaking. The, I'm draining. All I know is Bernie yeah. was like kill, tight with Killer Mike, and that's that's that dude. So yeah, fuck. And I'm not voting for Bernie because he pissed me off on that interrupted my mountain bike video with his ad. But mm-hmm. Killer Mike's the shit. If he ran for president, I'd vote for that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> anyway he's got yeah yeah i got nothing to say to this i'm like i'm just i'm just kind of like yeah right yes okay okay so welcome to beer and bible everyone that was dumb all right anyway yeah, all right. beer and bible yeah who the fuck are you my name's neil i'm the encyclopedia Biblitanica. <laughs> that was aggressive who the, who the fuck are you why are you in my house all right who are you i'm chris I'm the high functioning resident. I'm the resident <laughs> high functioning alcoholic. Fuck. I've already had two of these before we even started because we're talking. Yeah. That's why you don't talk to me. You just let me come into the house and we don't talk until we start this because I drink when I talk. Yep. It's this problem I have. He has a talking problem, not a drinking <laughs> problem. Let's just. It's really not this bad. It's just on the nights that he makes me record. You're yeah. taking advantage of me and my liver. <laughs> Hey, what are you drinking tonight? Tonight? Ooh, I'm so excited. Hold up. I'm so excited. So we're back in the um in the cold weather where we're at. Mm-hmm. So I'm drinking Danzig. Not dude from the Misfits, but the beer from Devil's Backbone Brewing Brewery Brewing Company. Fuck nice. Fuck a duck. Um it's a Baltic Porter. It is I like to hide these percentages so you don't know how drunk you're getting. Eight percent. Bam! Nice. I've had a couple of these. There's good. They're dark. They got that caramel taste, and like, mm. they're better than like a fucking Guinness or something. Not that I don't know. Yeah, you. you I try not to judge people on their beer choice, but I like something tasty. I like mm. something that's gonna kick me in the fucking mouth when I drink it. Makes sense to me. Like, I want something. To did I talk about the bourbon and IPA thing yet? I think you did. Where I like, you know, a, little, yeah. a bourbon and an IPA. Like that's what you got to do, so you can really just. Feel the devil caressing the back of your neck. Mm. Or Jesus. <laughs> could have been anybody. It could have been anybody caressing the back of your neck. All, All right. right. What are we talking about tonight, Neil? Oh, Speaking of G- Jesus and the devil. We're talking about Jesus. We're talking about uh, Jesus, and we're talking about his cousin John. And uh, so, so no devil. No devil this time. No the devil. No, no mm. devil. So 
We are in uh, chapter three of the book of Matthew. Matthew is the biography of Jesus. What's Jesus up to right now in Matthew chapter three? Uh, well, we're about to find out because what happened is we, we talked about toddler Jesus back in chapter two, and then we put a little pause in that and we said, meanwhile, back at the ranch. And we did this like moment of where we went to John and we just focused on his cousin, John. Who's That's right, old hair boy living out in the woods. Yeah. and Eating it, bugs and wearing animal skin on him. And Jesus is a older. A Hot loincloth. The hot loincloth, and he hasn't seen his cousin, and like that's I don't know. Maybe he's got a present, like a loincloth for his cousin. Anyways, maybe it's a g-string. Anyway, moving. So everyone's older. Like this is thirty years after toddler Jesus. (laughs) He's uh, he's coming up there. So we've got cousin John baptizing people and being like, "Stop sucking! You stop sucking! And you stop (laughs) calling people out of the woods. Sinner, sinner! Don't bring yourself to me." Then people come up and like, hey, we're really good people. And he's like, nope, you're a snake. Like, I, that was probably like a lot worse in the Hebrew. Like to me, it's like, you're a snake. I'm like, all right, whatever. He chops his head off with an axe. He's like, you got to cut the head off the snake or else it could still bite you. Yeah. Like, no, you just tell them to go back to their village. So, uh, so John is baptizing people. And what's important to remember is he is baptizing people for repentance. So, um, that's like the, what standard procedure, what we see in the church, like if you haven't been to the church, you hold somebody, they cross their arms, they cover their nose, you dip them underwater. Yeah, it, it's kind of like going to the swimming pool, but like in a religious ceremony where kids dunk each other, but instead of like re- kids dunking each other, it's religious and they hold you over, they hold, for, you. Uh, they hold you under for five seconds to five minutes, depending on how sinful you are. <laughs> Uh, I've not. That's in the Bible, right? Uh, no, no. Oh, okay. Fuck. So they, they they dunk them. Uh, usually in the practice that we know of in Judaism, usually you mikvah yourself. You you baptize. You dunk yourself. <laughs> but in this case, uh, we've got John doing it. So he's he's taking people and I guess dunking them or whatever. And uh, and then he's doing it. And the whole thing is he's doing it for repentance. And so. I can see him holding the one person underwater because he's doing it, and then like in the last episode, like the religious or like the political people, the Sadducees and Pharisees roll up and like, "What do you?" He's got he's like mid baptism. He's like, "I told y'all, sons of bitches, one time. If I tell you twenty times, don't come down to my fucking river. I ain't baptizing shit. Like y'all dirty heathen motherfuckers, get your ass." And then meanwhile, like bubbles are coming up. It's just like, "Am I clean? Am I clean yet?" And it's just like drowning. He brings him up. You ain't clean yet. Shut up. Go back in the river. And if I have to tell you again, I'm going to beat you with a stick. Get your asses back to fucking the city. Don't come around here anymore, you sinful motherfuckers. And then <laughs> now you're clean. Get your ass back up on the creek. Back up on the, the fucking bank. He's like, yeah, the kid's like, thanks, John. <laughs> oh, it's full of water. Now I'm thinking about the undrowned God. Like, <laughs> Anyways, uh, so, so um, this, practice of, this practice of baptism a lot of times requires flowing uh, flowing water, which works well because John's in a river, so flowing water. Washes all the stink away. Yes, yes. Down that sinful stink and it, sin. It really stinks if you find out somebody, like, baptized just upstream of you. Now you <laughs> so you, all the you sin comes sin. down onto you. He's like, wait, wait, got to put them down again. Um, so we, we are, uh, that's not true. There is actually no sin. Um, it's just uncleanness. And and if you go back, check out the blog post. If you're not checking out the blog post, you're doing yourself a disservice. Yeah. But we talk a little bit about the mikvah, and I'm going to explain this real quick. So you have somebody that's unclean. Uncleanliness can come from just normal stuff. You touch something that's moldy, and now you're unclean. You 
Uh, if you're a dude, you have an omission. Uh, that would be C. Uh, if you're a girl, you're having a period. So like, if you puke blood over in your own hands, you're good. It's just like the um, wiener stuff that comes out. I think I'd have to look at it again. I don't think there's anything with blood on it. Sorry, I keep I hate to Anyways. keep I, I keep tangenting you. Anyways, so the <laughs> the, uh, the the issue is that you are spiritually you are ritually or spiritually unclean uh, based on these laws that are found in the uh, in the first five books of the Bible. Um, so if you open the the Bible and you go to the first five books. The, that's where you're gonna There's find. There's gonna be a, like, a rule or two. Yeah, it says, says do this, don't do this, do this, don't yeah. do this. And some of them will say if you touch this or this happens, you are now unclean. It doesn't if mean that then. you. Yeah, it doesn't mean you sinned. Like you didn't sin. It just happened, and it's part of daily life. And that's usually what people would do these ritual purities to prepare themselves, uh, so that they could go to the temple and participate in a lot of the worship practices. Uh, now. It's also used to make yourself clean and new and ready and prepared to go throughout daily life or whatever else you're going to go through. Um, they would also be um, that would also be a reason to get baptized. Imagine also, you're going on a date with God. You got to freshen yeah, up. You yeah. got to wash all that shit off. That's a good way of putting it. And uh, and then you throw if you look at the Dead Sea Scrolls because everyone's got a copy of those uh, <laughs> laying around. But if you look at those and you read through Fucking the Joey does yeah. If you look at the What's up, uh, Joey, if you wonder who Joey is. He's the. Uh, then you need to listen to more yeah. episodes. That's what you need to do. Okay, he's a guy who wrote a Bible or translated a Bible. Yes, so um, go back and check that out. Find the episodes on textual criticism. So going back to the Dead Sea Scrolls, they talk a lot about mikvah, and they even though they are this particular sect of Judaism is not going to the temple. They participate in, in these baptisms over and over again, and they talk about this importance of cleanliness and renewal. So that fits within John's character and fits within him to have this baptism where he's asking people to uh, have a paradigm shift in their mind, to change what they're believing, change what they're doing, and to start this off, it's through baptism. Yeah. That's also pretty cool talking about, like, Crazy John down by the river. Mm-hmm. That that's where Jesus goes. It's like, oh, Jesus is on the come up. Like he's he's coming up. Like people mm-hmm. are gonna start hearing about him. He's about to start his shit. He doesn't go to like the person in power, or, like the who's who of like the. It's not a church at this point, but like of like the, you know the, 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 the temple. Yeah, he doesn't go to the temple. Like he goes to Crazy John in the fucking river. Yeah, and it's like, bro, like. That's kind of cool in itself. That's that, awesome. that well, that's the whole like breaking like the like any kind of social structure you would think or like political structure right there. Yeah, fucking rebellious ass Jesus. All right, let's dive in. Yeah, let's get into let's it. See what's going so, on. We're uh, chapter three, verse thirteen. Matthew chapter three, verse thirteen. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, "I need to be baptized by you and." Do you come to me? All right, so first of all, I got a couple questions with this. Yeah. All right, so Galilee to Jordan. What are we talking distance-wise? Is it a long walk? Is it a short walk? Yeah, yeah. I just feel like I need to know these uh, things. So the, the, if you're looking at uh, a map, um, you're looking probably near the uh, – Galilee's like northern Israel. Mm-hmm. And then in, he's going to go to the Jordan. And so on the eastern – or sorry, western border – wait, no, I'm dumb. Western border <laughs> of Israel is an no, ocean. I'm the dumb one. <laughs> That's that's called the Mediterranean, Neil. That's on the west side of, of Israel. Uh, on the uh, on the eastern side, there is a a river that runs there, and that's the Jordan. And you've got two lakes. You've got the Lake of Galilee, which is ah, it, near Galilee, and then you have the Dead Sea, and that is 
That's sound. not where you do baptisms. Actually, what? It was really close. It was actually the the. Uh, That's where all the that, sin goes. Is into the into dead the dead sea. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Sin and salt. So we're we talking like a day walk, a two day um, walk, probably a couple, maybe a couple days. Oh, so it's a, it's, so it's a like, journey. It's like a it's journey. a weekend trip. Like yeah. it's not like hey, I'm gonna go holler at John. It's like be back in a couple days. I'm gonna go do some shit. Yeah. Okay. So he takes okay. A, a trip down there, and, and we think that John is near the Dead Sea. He's on the Jordan, but closer to the Dead Sea than he is to Galilee. And then of course, like Jesus coming down, John starts hollering, "Hey, hey, hey who are you?" It says he's trying to deter him, right? Yeah. Like, well, he. he, he the thing is, like, Jesus is like, here, I'm coming to be baptized. And then John's like, whoa, you're way more important than I am. So have these two met at this point? Well, they're cousins. Oh, so the okay. So they're, they're cousins. They're about six months apart in age. But they live days or, like, a day's travel time. So they probably yeah. don't see each other, but, like, maybe Christmas and Easter. Yes. Which Christmas and Easter. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Which aren't even holidays yet. <laughs> Uh, so uh maybe Passover Sukkot and Passover. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. And so they like, but it's, yeah. he's like, Jesus, what's yeah, up? Yeah, some people wonder if they'd even recognize each other or not. Maybe he's like, he thinks related, Jesus so. is fucking with him. Like, come on, Jesus. You yeah. fucking with me? <laughs> like, no, no, no. You got to baptize me first. Yeah, like, you're the holy one of God. Like, you're the chosen one, and I'm the I'm the lowly guy. So John's already on board before anybody else. John's yeah. like there. You know, you wonder if if um, his mom, uh, his his mother and Mary knew each other. So like maybe they sat down. Like they, he was indoctrinated early. Yeah, it might have been like he's heard stories, but like Jesus knew who he was the whole time and was expecting this. Like, bro, I heard your mom and God, you know, like, booked <laughs> and <laughs> and that's how you came about. <laughs> and then there it is. That's why you got that blonde white boy. <laughs> Oh, like all the blonde pictures, hair, like pale eyes. ass Jesus with like blonde hair flowing in the wind, and like it's in the Middle East. It's like, well, who's, who's this, this guy? fucking guy? Like, yep, it was awesome angel that was involved. <laughs> all right, so this, uh, so that's where we think that they actually recognize him, and he's he's very much whoa, 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 like <laughs> you're way more important than I am. So let's, this is all backwards. Yeah. Yeah, and this is the only place where we actually have, I think it's only in Matthew, in this biography, that John's like, whoa, stop. But yeah. Oh, so the other three is oh, like, just like, no yeah, mention of it. No mention. So. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Um, Jesus replied, let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. Which That's is the key. That is the key. You got to consent. Very important. To be in baptism. You can't, like, you can't go up to somebody and be like, I'm going to hold you underwater for five seconds oh, to five minutes. No, say so John consented to oh. letting to do <laughs> baptizing Jesus. So you can't make people, other people baptize you. Like they stand there and they like stare in each other's eyes, giving like these looks. And it's like, just really awkward. He's like, okay, fine. I concede or consent. I consent. Fine. I concede. Say consent. Say consent or it didn't happen. Uh, so what you're talking about, this is really interesting, and this is going to be kind of a large crux of the whole conversation, is um, we said earlier that John's baptism is for repentance. So all these people are like, I'm screwing up in life, and John's like, you should take a bath with me and then <laughs> in this river here. Uh, so they, they did that, and then they were changing their lives and repenting. So in standard Christian theology, Jesus was a, like a sinless man. What in the world does he have to repent from? Like you get what I'm saying? Yeah, like this yeah. is a major issue. 
So there are tons of different explanations. Maybe he was um, like not listening to his parents or like. There are a couple of times in Thomas where he like kills people. Playing with his but wiener. Back, so that's what my cool. kid's always doing. It's freaking pulling his wiener out of the grocery store and stuff. I'm like, get, like, stop. I don't think that's sin. I don't know. Maybe that is sin. It's Maybe sin to me. Like, put that shit away, bro. Like, fucking listen to your, put it in the fridge. Honor. That's does. why I tell him. I didn't know what the hell to say. I was like, if you keep playing with it, I'm going to take it off. I'm going to put it in the fridge. And then he started crying. And it was in the grocery. It was a whole thing. It was terrible. This is all true, by the way. If yep. you're wondering, like, this is my poor, almost four-year-old son is maybe traumatized. I didn't put it in the fridge, okay, but it I threatened it. I don't know what else to do. I was yep. at my wits end. All right, so Jesus, who we think has his penis and is not in the fridge, <laughs> and he was a grown man meeting with his cousin in a river, and Jesus is saying that he wants to, uh, that he needs to be baptized, and the issue is that John's baptism is specifically for repentance. Even later on, they'll bring this up, and they'll, they'll talk about what's uh, what was John's baptism for. It's for repentance. So why in the world is Jesus getting uh, getting baptized? So one is um, hmm. it's actually this baptism is anticipation for his death. So like he's going to die eventually at the end of the book. Spoiler alert! <laughs> uh, but it doesn't really fit. Everybody like, else just turns the podcast. On. Well, we know what happens at the end. Yeah, like, we're fuck done. this. Uh, no, we got revelations, y'all. We, I will not I'm burn the world no. to the ground with a seven penis dragon. A seven penis. It's got to be past four tenths. I don't Penile. know. Four. Anyways. Anyway. So the, the the problem is that we're saying this is going to fulfill all righteousness. That's the way the Ma- Matthew wrote it. And if you look at the rest of the way that Matthew used the word righteousness, he's referring to moral behavior. So it still goes back to this idea of like, how is this fulfilling moral behavior by him getting baptized because it's preparing himself to die? Because like you'd wash the body or something before death. Or not before death. You're not like bat, like wash people and then they die. Sorry, there was this practice that when somebody died, they would be wa- their bodies would be washed afterwards. Yeah. So some people think that Jesus was getting baptized as a symbol of like, I'm preparing my ministry, which is going to lead to my death, which is um. it's like that. But then again, like that's not righteousness, not the way that it's used. Um, some people are saying it. Um, let's see here. It says. Uh, he is following like the Torah commandment to wash with water to regain ritual purity after becoming unclean. Um, but the problem is like, not this is about repentance. So it's uh, maybe he's like getting ritually clean, but John's baptism is specifically for repentance, not that ritual purity thing. Mm. Like not not cleanliness. So again, that that doesn't really work. Um, this is an example. Some people think that like it's an example for his followers. That's actually a, a big part. Um, I think our, our friends, the Mormons, our friends, <laughs> our friends, all, the Mormons, all of the Mormons, all of, yeah, the Every, whole thing. But no, like, uh, that's another teaching is that uh, the reason that Jesus got baptized was as uh, an example of how like Christians should live and Christians should be baptized, all of his followers. But uh, why, like, why does the teacher need to take the test? If you look at it that way, it's like, like, why would a teacher who's, like, setting this whole thing up be like, ah, I just approved to the students that this test can be done. I did it. That's stupid. <laughs> I was able to pass my own math test I wrote. Okay. <laughs> so that does, that, that's, like, a, that's a hard one. Um, maybe Jesus gets, like, gets baptized to declare the, like, righteousness 
that is um how do you say this uh that john is demanding would be fulfilled uh by him and will and like follow righteous life but then so it's, it's like, like let's start the game like let's click in yeah but then if jesus is doing it ball rolling if jesus is doing that then why do christians need to do it yeah that doesn't make any sense hmm. I like so. I hope everyone's enjoying like how confusing this whole thing is, because <laughs> we um, sure are. Yeah. So Jesus, uh, another idea is like he didn't actually need to be baptized, but just so he didn't offend everybody else, he was doing it like as a in front of everybody, like make sure <laughs> oh, everyone like see. a symbolic thing. Mm-hmm. And like uh, later on, there's an issue about paying taxes to Caesar, and he's like, well, or not to Caesar, but pay uh, taxes to a temple, yeah, to the temple. And his response is. Look, we know that we don't have to pay this tax, but everyone's coming over here and they're going to throw a huge fit and have a major problem with how I'm acting. So just not to piss anybody off, go ahead and pay the tax. <laughs> so this could be this could be that situation. But then, like at, in the end of this, there's going to be this proclamation of God being like, "This is my son." I know I'm stealing your th- thunder for reading it, but oh, it's it's fine. You're it, fine. Yeah, if that happens, then like, why why the whole proclamation if it's just to show everybody else that he's on board with what they want. So that's a God thing. He's like, check it. Yeah. So that, that doesn't make any sense. Um, another one is, uh, play Rao, the, the word fulfill. Um, Matthew actually ends up using this particular word whenever they talk about, whenever Matthew quotes an old Testament scripture, a lot of times he'll use that word. Like it's fulfilled. It's play Rao. It's filled to the fullness. Hmm. Um, it's like, and it's actually used in Greek as in when you are filling up a, a cup or a glass with like a pitcher of water, you fill it all the way up. Um, so maybe it's just like, it's trying to show that uh, that Jesus is the Messiah, proves that God is faithful and righteous and keeping his promises. But this is really difficult because that's not how Matthew uses righteousness again. Uh. Righteousness in Matthew is again about behavior, not like righteousness is done by somebody else and then i receive it uh righteousness is by you doing something and that's a matthew like this particular author uses it the rest of the way for that um so it'd be really weird that the author uses that word differently only in one place in his entire book so then other people think the whole thing was just made up later on by christians and added in uh (laughs) this just makes like it would the idea was like man we really love doing this baptism thing and we have this like the church does it all the time. And what we're going to do in order to make other Christians realize how important it is, we're going to put it down that Jesus did it. What are you going to say to that? Boom. Um, so that's another one. Uh, there's another question about like, well, maybe it's similar to the conce- uh, the consecration of the priests. Like, Oh, back in the old Testament when they're all the priests and they were like, you know, getting ready to do their big duty, like their, their job and everything, they would get baptized. So Jesus is getting baptized just like a priest was. Like, well, we're checking the boxes. Ting, yeah, but, see? <laughs> but not quite because like they had a bunch of other stuff they're supposed to do as well. Yeah. And so it's just like picking one thing out. So like all throwing of, blood on things. All of this to say, if you've been listening, here are all like these are all these different answers of um, Christians trying to explain why in the world Jesus is supposed to not be sinful. Would be baptized by some plebe. Yeah, and like, and he's getting it done for repentance, and it's because it's of, of righteousness, and we're running these problems of like this is really hard to figure out. Mm. So hopefully, if you you didn't get too lost in that, and you enjoyed the weirdness of like arguments, and uh, if you want the correct scholarly answer, we don't know. That's <laughs> that's like the correct way of thinking about this.
I like it. I yeah. like it. So we, let, let's get back in. As soon as John consented, yep. as soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting on him. Not landing, lighting. Yeah. The dove breathed fire onto him. That's not in the Bible. That's that was, that's that was interjected. That should be. Can we put quotations? We need sound effects to be like, King. Chris yeah. is interjecting some bullshit. Yeah. Like, at the end. Like, yeah, some sound effects. So, uh, behold, like, this is. Wait, 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 wait. I haven't done the last part where God talks. Single like up. Do I do that part? Sure. And lighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my son whom I love, and with him I am well pleased. All right. That's what God sounds like. That's exactly. Sounds like me, but a little more. That's projected a little bit more. Yep. That's how I imagine God every time. (laughs) All right. So uh, he's the semi-drunk Chris. Uh, So he's the word behold. And that's uh, whenever uh, Matthew uses that, that's like for divine proclamations a lot. Not not every time, but in this case, behold, like divine proclamation. It's not, hey, y'all. Yeah. Behold. Um. So this, uh, let's see here, like, when it talks about this dove descending. It lighted on him. What did he do? Yeah. Breathed it, fire? It, says, it pooped on him? Well, we, it landed. A light, a light. All the Jesus cartoons I saw, yeah. it was always like light was coming down. The dove was, like, descending softly. It always had, like, a feather or something oh. kind of sprinkling down off of it. Even the phrase. It was beautiful. Even the phrase, like, like a dove. I mean, it's more of in the form of a dove and like a dove. Um if you look at the Hebrew in the very beginning, we're talking about the spirit above all the earth. Like they were talking Genesis. 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 We're talking all the way back there. You have this idea that the, uh, the movement of the spirit is uh, fluttering around. If you imagine like a bird, like birds fluttering around in a, in a room or like on the ground and they, they kind of move here and there, you have that same, um, kind of movement mentioned all the way back in Genesis concerning the spirit. And so the spirit coming down like a dove, kind of flittering around. Neil's doing like a spider motion. Yeah, I'm trying right to imagine, like spider claws, explain this. Some. Birds have talons. They can grab at you. I'm talking about the wings moving around. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Anyways, gotcha. So you've got that movement. And then later on, there's a book called Acts. And, uh, in the book, A-X-E, like A- Acts. Like A-C-T-S. Head, like Inquisition, just chopping a- off heads. A-C-T-S. Fuck. I'm like, really ruining this. I'm all right. totally killing this Bible thing. So, and there it describes the the spirit coming down like flames. So Matthew's a tax collector, and mm-hmm. Luke is a doctor, and they're the ones that get the poetic opportunity. They get the flames. They get well. No, they don't get the flames, but, but they get to describe this indescribable. <laughs> what are you laughing about now? Man? I just think of Jesus is like this dove's coming down, and then Matthew and them is like there's some fire. Ah! God comes on them and they're on fire. So, or so, comes down on them. All right, all right. I'm going to bring this back for a second. Sorry, sorry, sorry. All right, sorry, sorry, all right. Sorry, sorry. So, step away well, from the, mic. the reason I mentioned that the spirit in, in the book of Genesis has that movement that, that floats around a little bit. And then you have here in Matthew, it says he descends like a dove. And then you have in Acts this, this description of it being like flames of fire is that it might be something that neither one of them can describe and everyone's looking for the word to describe it oh. in the way that you look at a flame and the way it moves back and forth yeah. and, and it's kind of unpredictable in the same way. Maybe Matthew saw this, this, whatever the spirit is 
and looked at it and said it moves unpredictably. It looks so it might not have been a dove. It might, it might have been just like the light was pl- like it yeah. was just some crazy shit they couldn't even describe. Yeah. Oh, okay. And he's just trying I was... to find a way of explaining it. Thank God. So the whole time I was sitting here thinking like like if I like God fucked up like not to I meant like not to I'm doing yeah. a little cross thing like not to bring hell on myself but like I would have like Jesus comes up out of the water does like the Vidal Sassoon like shampoo commercial his hair whips back yeah. and he like lifts up and he's all like fucking burly and a pterodactyl comes down and lands on his arm and like drops a sword that goes into the river and he picks the sword up and he's like fuck Satan and like holds it up <laughs> in the air and then the gleam and then God's like. Like the angels and they're playing like a fucking metal ballad, and God's like, "Yes, this is my son. Fuck all of y'all. That's him." I wasn't there, so I don't see why this couldn't be the case. <laughs> so there's, there's no, I cannot prove you wrong on this, Chris. There's nothing wrong with that. And the pterodactyl's breathing fire, like pyrotechnics, like a fucking Slayer show. That sounds wonderful. Maybe would, not Slayer. I would go to that baptism. <laughs> Thank. If you told me Jesus was getting baptized, and there's gonna be a flame throwing. Pterodactyl. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in. So, uh, and then people talk about the dove, like, okay, why, like, maybe the dove is a messenger. Um, in the book of Noah, the doves show up. And so some people think it's like judgment. Like, it's like a representation of, like, remember the last time we saw doves? You mean back when Noah had it and, like, God destroyed <laughs> the entire world? Oh, I see what happened. Yeah. Yep. So some people think that. Uh, other people are like, and, and I don't know. It's just different things. Some people think there was just a spelling error. Error because uh, Yenoa is rest and Yona is uh, dove, so that could have been it. I also think it's fucking stupid that pterodactyl has a P in it. Speaking of spe- spelling errors, God should fix that too. Yeah, all kinds of things for God to work on spelling errors and pterodactyl. Yeah, all right, okay. Let's let's wrap this thing up. We got one more. Is that was that it? That was it. That was God it? Spoke, oh. spake and he said, "Behold, this is my son, who mm-hmm. I am well pleased." Yeah, and uh, and he says, the, uh, we talked about this before in rabbinic literature. Well, we haven't talked about this. But we've talked about the the whole, this is my son. But um, there is, the, in rabbinic literature, you actually have the idea that the voice is actually usually called the echo of God. Like, the voice, the echo. I think yeah, every time they talk about it in the Old Testament that I've read, it's like this ominous thing. It's not like straight up like, oh, and then God spoke. It's like there was a voice like something or like something. It's always described as some like different thing like, yeah yeah is that it, consistent i mean because I, I don't read a lot of the bible i just pick up on like, certain things while i'm bored in church so like i don't catch all the voices of god i don't know how many times he's like mm-hmm. dropped into the old testament and be like what's up y'all yeah and they even talk about like the the like, uh what they said the presence of god or, or like seeing yeah. where he's been a lot of times they talk about they don't see like they see the back of god and what they really mean is like they've seen where he was yeah not like they don't actually it, see it's the never like Oh, what's up, God? It's always like, oh, shit. Like, something yeah. like mountain splits in half for like something catches fire and like, okay. In this story, like the sky splits in half and then yeah. God speaks and they're like, what is up? And I think we, I think you and Joey hit on this in the, the textual criticism episodes that I think it's in Luke, not in Matthew's account, but in Luke's account of, of, of Jesus, it actually could say, this is my son. Today I've chosen, like I've begotten you today. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about how uh, in Christian literature with, with this, uh, how this throws a wrench into things is a lot of people would believe that uh, God had already um, created Jesus through like Mary. Like it was a sword in the stone type thing. Like you're going to be the one that, that like, fulfills it. Like and then eventually, yeah. yeah. So that was already set up. And yeah. then for us to read it that way and, and that particular textual variant, um, that is uh, 
So you would have a bunch of manuscripts. All of them are the same biography, but there are a few that have a few differences in them. And in those differences, uh, there's one that says, today I've chosen, today I've begotten you. So it's like, oh, you picked the right card. Like today, like you've been like... You're the you're the winner. Yeah. Like, now, now you're going to be Jesus, which would make sense. That actually fits better with the John's repentance baptism thing. Like, Narrative. Yeah. Like now that he's been baptized, now he, now God's going to choose him. It could have chosen like not just like, Jesus. He finally, like all of these things are in place, and it's just like ding 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 ding. You win. Dying on a cross in a couple years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it, uh, fucking, can I go back in the water and come out and not die? You yeah. just send the pterodactyl back up sword with you fuck off yeah <laughs> so we uh no <laughs> no you are jesus you are the christ I said i'm well pleased now sit your ass down and do what i tell you to for the next three to four to how how many years was jesus yeah, three to four years three to four years yes yeah yes that was i didn't even think it just kind of came out yeah just out of my head that's you're a bad influence on me i'm thinking i remember all this bible shit yeah <laughs> All right. Uh, so, like, just to recap tonight, what we talked about is, is um, we talked about Jesus shows up, sees John, uh, and John's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't like you're way higher than I am. Like, you shouldn't be the one to be uh, like you should be baptizing me." Uh, and then we had the whole issue of why in the world is Jesus getting baptized to begin with? Because like John's baptism is for repentance. Yeah. Bro, you need to baptize me. No, bro, you got to baptize me. Like, you're the one. No, yeah. no, 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 bro. You're going to baptize me. So they go through that, gets baptized. My dad will kick your dad's ass. Yeah, Jesus' dad <laughs> wins. Like, my dad's going to smite your dad so hard. John's like, I don't have a dad. That's right. I yeah, grew up in a commune. <laughs> Check out last podcast if you didn't get that. All right. So... We're saying that, that, and then we talked about how the this Holy Spirit that Matthew is writing again. What is Matthew trying to communicate to his audience? He he communicates that this Holy Spirit in the form of a dove, whether that was an actual dove, a pterodactyl, or some sort of light or something or some movement, we don't quite know. Um, and then you've got God's voice, which is saying, "This is the one I choose." Or had already, I guess, in Matthew's case, it was already like, "This is my son." He's just declaring it. Um, and some people actually uh, think of the, the idea of if Jesus is king, some people will, will pair this moment of God uh, claiming Jesus as a son as the coronation of a king. Like this is the moment where Jesus starts everything. Um, and this is the beginning of Jesus' ministry. Like this is like so far Jesus hasn't done anything or if he has, it's super low key. Um, but we don't really have any stories in Matthew of Jesus really doing anything until this point. So. Uh, that is it. So thank you for joining us. Yeah, we're you guys did a good job tonight listening to us. Be idiots. <laughs> All right, see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.